welcome everybody to yet again another episode of the Split Six Podcast, the podcast where we talk about three different topics each over the course of a beer from a six-pack that I'm drinking. I'm your host, Nick McGill, and I'm here with Brian Nyson, my friend and co-host. <laughs> he is good. back from his hiatus. Brian, Yo, it's actually you this time. Yeah. Last time I thought my brother was you, but it turned out to be Dylan McGill. He, he can try all he wants. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know. Well, he kept it together pretty well on the podcast. We had a good conversation, but we're happy to have you back. We wish you could have joined us, uh, but you were ill. Yeah, had some headaches, drank the water, don't do it. Yeah, (laughs) Brian lives in Flint. Um, I'm just kidding, he doesn't, but... Well, wait, you do live in Livonia, and they had water yeah, problems. so that, I feel like that might have been. That, so that actually could have been an excuse. Yeah. <laughs> I think it might have been. I'm not kidding. <laughs> Are you, weren't you supposed to boil it? Yeah. Oh, man. I'm not drinking tea all day, bro. <laughs> all right, well. Uh, what you got? What we got? Uh, what, am I, what am I drinking tonight, bro? The Magic Hat, number nine. Not quite pale ale. Yes. All right, cool. Um, well, why don't we open it up and I'll give it a try. <laughs> There's a sort of dry, crisp, refreshing, not quite pale. It's sort of dry. Do you like how it look at the bottom how it says instead of instead of 12 ounces, it says 12 ounces in a different way? Three-fourths of a pint? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. How hipster of you, Magic Hat. Beautiful. All right, let me give this a sip and then compare it to Two Hearted. Like, too hard is the king of beers. <laughs> you know what? This is not quite too hard. <laughs> it's more like one-hearted. Or nine-hearted, as the logo would suggest. Mm. But, um... Yeah, Magic Hat does a pretty decent job. Pretty good. Where is Magic Hat located? Do you know? Uh, no. Well, this is what the description is. Number nine is a sort of dry, crisp, refreshing ale whose mysterious and unusual palate will swirl across your tongue with subtle notes of fruit and floral hop bitterness. Beyond that, we dare not tell you more, for with each, each sip, mysteries are revealed and still questions raised. Why number nine? Why indeed? Yeah, so it does actually say right on the front label where it's brewed. Burlington, Vermont. Oh, okay. Well, good for them. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, anything exciting to report from last weekend and the weekend before? Uh, not that I can recall. <laughs> no? No? Yeah, well... Um, yeah, I feel like there's something, but... Nah, I guess not. Well, my weekend was one, yet again full of board games. <laughs> uh, for that is my life. Board games and drinking... Oh, and uh, I'm building a really cool bar outside. I just showed you. You did show me that. It's pretty. Uh, um, it's, it's got split, bottle caps on it. It's I split like six inspired because it's got beer bottle caps on it. There you go. I should have made like a six in the design logo of it, but yeah. I didn't. Yeah, but depending on where you stand, it could be a nine. So. No, oh, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> like this beer, is this actually numbers? Is this actually six number? When when you chug it, it becomes a six. Do you think this is number nine or hashtag nine? Um, number. No. I like to think because you can't you can't follow like a. I don't know. Okay, what do you do? You follow hashtags like you know what I'm saying? Like oh, like follow it on Twitter. Yeah. Like, hashtag number You can look up the thread. Yeah, the thread. You can't look it up right there. 
That's true. Yeah, I can't. I'm, I'm clicking it over and over. <laughs> and nothing's fucking happening. In the future, you you drink smart beer, which is, and it's, you know, you hit a, you it's, hit a it's button a, on It's there. a beer with Twitter on it, so you yeah. don't have to look at your phone and, and uh, or drink your you beer. You can drunk text from your beer. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, that's our intro, guys. we got a lot of fun stuff to talk about. Um, I guess we should get into it. I think we're talking about sports, as always, entertainment and politics, but for politics... We're going to talk about some fun stuff this week. Yeah, I'm excited for that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, let's get into it then. Hopefully soon. <laughs> Come on now. Fear number one. Sport. Oh, I was so confused. I was like, are we waiting for this drop or... That was, we're just going straight in. That was the smoothest transition yet on Split Dude, that, was, that was nice. <laughs> I like that. All right. So um, as we all know, sports is in the dead ages, uh, but there are some exciting stuff happening, especially last week. The NBA draft was held. Yes. Lots of fun stuff to talk about with that. Uh, the NHL draft was also held. We don't really know much, but we, maybe we'll dive into that at the end. Yeah. Um, but first, <laughs> quickly... Let's talk about the NFL for that is what's coming up. Yeah. Um, Derek Carr was awarded a new contract for $25 million a year. Um, hmm. I mean, that's just how quarterbacks go these days, but that's probably overpaying him. I like Derek Carr. I think he's a good lad. I think he's just... I think he's, he's a little overrated. He's going to be spending that in Vegas. Yeah, who knows? Who, oh, yeah, he is going to Vegas, isn't he? Yeah, he is. <laughs> Well, well, him. So he he had a great year last year too. Like, yeah, I think then, they, he bro- then he broke his leg and proved that he's injury prone. <laughs> <laughs> no, he he like, like snapped in half. <laughs> <laughs> the truth is, um, he's a good to decent to better than average quarterback, and if you have one of those and they're in a contract year, you are forced to sign them because. It's almost impossible to find a replacement. That's just how it is, and they're going to ask for the most money because someone else is going to pay them that money. Which leads us to the impending contracts of Kirk Cousins and Matthew Stafford. Um, The two next big quarterbacks that are up for their contract renewal. And everyone's up in arms. Well, Kirk Cousins should be nice and happy because he's been franchise tagged twice which pays you a shit ton of money. Yeah, but he hates his life in Washington. He doesn't want to be mm-hmm. there. He wants to go to San Fran. Yeah, well, they're gonna they'll probably pay him and I think they'll get a contract done. And if not, whatever. Good for him. Um I don't think Kirk Cousins is as good as everyone else does. I think he's okay, but he's last year he he started off like shit and I don't know. I think he can be good, but Yeah. Nah, I, I feel like he might just be playing bad so they don't <laughs> fucking tag him again. They keep him in limbo. <laughs> yeah, he's like, all right, yeah, I'm going to try to play shitty so you guys don't want me anymore. And they're like, you, you. and he has like one good game. They're like, hold on. We we might need to keep you around. <laughs> God damn it. Let me just get out of here. Well, we'll see what he can do with Terrell Pryor this year. Um, I, I don't know. If I'm him, I'm just trying to get paid, too. So, I mean, if right. someone offers me a contract, I'm taking it, and I'm not risking how I'm going to perform this year. Yeah. I, I don't know. Especially because he's, he's not, like, 
he's okay, he's decent, he's not a superstar. He, he'll get paid no matter what. I mean, because Mike Glennon got paid. Yeah. But um, Stafford's about to get paid fat. Stafford is going to get paid fat, hopefully, because I will be very upset if not, because uh, there's no other quarterbacks out there that are as good as he is. No. And if he gets paid, um, he's got the potential to be the highest paid player in the history of the NFL. And a, a record which, or um, a total which will be uneclipsable because of the rookie scale contracts at the time that he came out where there was no cap. But then two years later, after him and Sam Bradford were the last quarterbacks to get that, like, just a shit ton of money for your rookie deal because you were number, both number one picks. Yeah. So he's, at the end of time, assuming he gets another contract after this one he gets, he's going to be the highest paid player in the history of the league, and it will, like, not be broken. Really? That's yeah. awesome. Good for him. Yeah, so hopefully hopefully your prediction comes true because we could sure use him to have an MVP caliber right. year. He's good. He's a good guy. And I hate when people say, like, he's a bum. I'm like, who would you rather have? Right, yeah. Seriously. Oh, right. It's like, I mean, Ben Roethlisberger's better. Tom Bar- Yeah, they're better than him, <laughs> but you can't have those guys. Right, yeah. Like, you don't want to pay Steph for that money because you think he's soft, which he's not. And you're not getting a better right. quarterback. Pittsburgh's not trading you Ben Roethlisberger. Aaron Rodgers will never leave Green Bay. Tom Brady will never leave. I don't know. Well, probably never leave New England. I mean, and he's New England's kind of ruthless. And he's like 40 yeah, years yeah. old. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so Stafford like, is... Why would you not want Stafford? I, I don't even know how to say this because I feel weird. But I think Stafford might have a little bit higher potential than Tom Brady does right now. Well, yeah, Stafford's younger. Right, yeah, Stafford will last you much longer than Tom Brady will give you, like, one season. I don't, one, one season of dink and dunks, and if he doesn't have Bill Belichick, who knows what they're... I don't know. I don't want to dive down that. Yeah. But, <laughs> whatever. But, yeah, so, Detroit, pay Matthew Stafford, please, so we can keep him here. Uh, please. We love him. He's the best quarterback we've ever had. Yep. Um, we're not going to be bad enough to draft a top quarterback so nope all right um <coughs> right now we have on behind us something that brian just told me about oh yeah the uh y'all might have heard of this it's the big three league started by ice cube where uh old nba some some yeah mostly nba players uh are playing 3v3 half court basketball and it's oh it's half court yeah and uh, a 3v3 basketball is going to be on in the uh summer olympics coming up oh too. really yeah so oh that's what i heard about the olympics that's okay what I yeah yeah so it's i think it's kind of cool like they got you know alan iverson alan iverson's like a coach and a player for his team oh, really? so it, yeah um is he, what, the, is he the biggest name uh yeah playing for sure but yeah i think chauncey's playing in this too and do i see four point shots oh yeah yeah they got four <laughs> point shots in this um jason williams aka white chocolate who's, like, one of the craziest passers in NBA, or was, is in this, and he, like, shattered his leg, and I guess it was, like, really gruesome. Oh, my God. He was, like, too... yeah, so he was going too hard. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I think it's a cool concept. Obviously, stadium's, like, filled up. This is in Brooklyn, Barclay Center. Oh, yeah, I'm just, this is very interesting. I mean, I don't really know any of these people, but... Yeah, it's, um, it's a cool, cool idea, though. We just hit, someone just hit a three-player, three-pointer. 
Uh, and also the NBA awards are going on right now, so we'll try to keep you up to date on that. Like, the first award went out, uh, Rookie of the Year. Who got it? Malcolm Brogdon from the Bucks. Oh, really? I didn't even yeah, that guy. He's a second round pick, and uh, he's like one of the lowest picked players to win in like 60 years or something. Like that. Oh, really? Yeah. Did Draymond Green win in his first year? Who? Draymond Green? No. No? No. Alright, well, uh, speaking of the awards, why don't we talk about our main segment tonight for the sports section, and that is the NBA draft. Yeah, draft. dive into it. Draft and trades happened. Oh, yeah. Like, um, so, well, let's, before... Let's just... Alright, so what happened before, and then we'll just go through it. Before the pick. draft, uh, Timothy Mozgov and D'Angelo Russell got traded to the Brooklyn Nets... For Brooke Lopez and the, I think, like, 27th pick or something. Yeah, and, um, whatever, whatever Brooklyn's pick was. Yeah, and uh, great trade. Brooke Lopez is back in California, Stanford boy, and... Yeah, Brooke, Brooke Lopez is, like, the best player on that team, right? Um, was, yeah, on, um, on, on the Nets. Yeah, yeah. and, yeah, now uh, LA's got a lot of cap room to mess around with. They right. can go after, try to trade for Paul George, or they can wait till he's a free agent next year and just pay him fat money in free agency. Well, this is what they're going to do. They're going to wait till next year, and they're going to get their draft picks. They're going to suck still. And um, sign Paul George and LeBron James. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> That's what I think's gonna happen, man. That's what a lot of people think's gonna happen. I, mean, I know, it makes sense, though. I mean, I think LeBron is probably gonna move on. I think uh, Dwayne Wade and Carmelo Anthony are both going to Cleveland this year. Oh, you think so? Yeah. Wait, isn't Dwayne Wade... Didn't he pick up his option? Yeah, but they're gonna buy him out in Chicago. Oh. Why? Because they want to rebuild around the young guys they got. Which we'll mention in the draft because okay. they did a trade, but um, uh, what was I gonna say? Oh yeah, right, David well, Griffin, who was the GM for three years, that took the cat like, yeah, all three years they went to the finals, stepped down, yeah he or got pushed out whatever didn't want to bring Melo in to Cleveland at all like was totally against that and LeBron is best friends with Melo and wants him Andy Wade there. So oh, everybody's I like, I don't know about that. Everybody's like, oh no, they're like, you know what? That they're best oh, friends. No, no, that that that's a good idea. Oh well, it, the, everybody's like saying like Dan Gilbert is so dumb. LeBron loves Griffin. He does, but he loves Melo and Wade more. <laughs> <laughs> like he's he's gonna get what he wants, and he wants those guys because Phil Jackson doesn't want Melo in New York anymore. Dude, so Phil Jackson, wasn't he offering trades for Chris Porzingis? Phil Jackson is... Just ruining the Knicks? Yeah, he's... A the Knicks are just permanently ruined. Yeah, he's terrible. He's he's a fool. I don't understand him, but let's, uh... He got lucky that he was... Got, like, his first six rings with Michael Jordan yeah. and then moved on with, to, with with Kobe and Shaq, right? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck that guy. <laughs> Okay. Okay, so let's uh let's just go through some of these picks in the draft. Number one, Markel Fultz. Yep, to the, the Philadelphia 70s. 76ers, a point guard from Washington. Good pick. Uh, I don't yeah. know. I mean, I I was just watching some highlights. The guy looks really dynamic and like can yeah create yeah. anything. But 
Washington only won nine games. Yeah, so I didn't really That's get to see That's gotta mean play. something, like. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. I mean, he's a he's a he was a freshman, right? Yeah. I'd be a little nervous of this pick. I mean, I think the NBA draft has a history of like first overall picks not working out. Yeah, but I think I don't know. I think he'll do all right. Like I think it's a fine pick because I don't I. Until I see him in the pros, it's yeah. like yeah, I think it'll work out. So who's Philly? <laughs> who's Philly's gonna be starting now? They're gonna be starting, Fultz, Embiid, Simmons. Folds in uh Simmons, uh Dario Sarek, um and some other guy. Maybe Robert Covington at I can't I don't know if he plays two guard or not, but yeah, it's a good young team and like rookie of the year is next like it's gonna be so exciting to watch because like Ben Simmons might be rookie of the year. Lonzo Ball. Wait, Ben Simmons can be a rookie of the year? Yeah, because he did he got hurt and didn't play at all last year. Oh, so you're still considered a rookie? Yeah, like Embiid was Nominated for Rookie of the Year this year, and he got drafted two years ago. Oh. And he was hurt both years, so. Okay. Eric Gordon won Sixth Man of the Year. Okay. <laughs> uh, moving on to number two pick. Uh, like we mentioned before, the Los Angeles Clippers drafted point guard Lonzo. <laughs> Lakers. Lakers, sorry, my bad. Point guard Lonzo Ball from UCLA. Great pick. Magic Johnson loves him. And I don't know. There's a lot of controversy with this pick, too, though. Well, I think, like, if you watch any interviews with him, it's just, like, he's focused on the game. Like, he's not even concerned about his dad. It's going to be all about him. And he's, like, the best passer to get drafted since, like, Jason Kidd. Yeah. He is so... He makes everybody around him better. Yeah, I mean... Like, the reason TJ Leaf went in the first round is because Lonzo Ball was just (laughs) making him look great. And that's not to knock TJ Leaf. I think he's... He's an awesome player, but like, I think Lonzo's gonna do pretty well. He's got, right. you know, he's playing alongside. He's gonna be dishing it to Brooke Lopez. Yeah, Brooke Lopez. That. I mean, and who else? Uh, is clutch. For for now, they got Ingram and Julius Randle, and and it's L. A. Paul George already said he wants to go there. Yeah, so once he gets Paul George, like, that's going to be crazy. And he's got one more year in Indiana, I guess, or wherever he's going to go. Yeah. I like, thought, I'm pretty sure he was traded to Boston, but I guess that was a lie. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, number three, Boston traded down for this pick, and I don't... I don't understand this I don't. Pick. I don't like it. I've never even heard of this guy. Jason Tatum, like, first off, they said the guy that they would take when they had the first overall pick is the guy who they take at three. So they're saying that they would take Jason Tatum first overall. And the only reason they took him over Josh Jackson, who went fourth to the Suns, is because Josh Jackson missed the workout for Boston. Oh, really? Yeah. And, I mean, Jason Tatum's good, but, like, I, I wasn't expecting him to go third. I don't know. I mean, when do you think you could you could have got him? Like, why wouldn't they just trade it back I, a little bit further? Cause, I, I mean, know. I thought it was going to go, like, five or six. Well, because, yeah, because everyone talked about De'Aaron Fox and Josh Jackson. Yeah. And uh, so you could have traded back again and got, like, another pick. You know, right. you could have traded to five. I don't know. Maybe they weren't trading. But who knows? Um, Boston was the, like... No, fifth best team this year. Cause yeah. Because I was best in the Rockers. East. Right. If you go by record. <laughs> best in the East, but probably fifth best overall. Yeah. 
Uh, like I said, Josh Jackson, the Suns. That's a... It's a good pick. Yeah, that team's young and, you know, still going to develop. Who's that one guy they got? Booker? Yeah, Devin Booker. Dropped 70. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm rooting for Phoenix. Um, yeah. That's where my brothers live, and I... Uh, I used to like Phoenix when they had Steve Nash and Shaquille O'Neal. Just, oh, yeah. Just because I had, had I Jason played an NBA game and I was yeah. so good with Shaq on it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so De'Aaron Fox, number five, to Sacramento. And this is a good pick, but mm-hmm. what's crazy to me is, like, they had the 10th pick that they traded to Portland for some reason, like, when when they were on the clock. And they could have uh-huh. drafted Malik Monk, who played at Kentucky with De'Aaron Fox. So they could have had the Kentucky backcourt. Oh, really? And they and I was just really weird. I don't even know it. who's on that team anymore. Is Rudy Gay still on that team? Yeah, but he like tore his Achilles and opted out of his contract, so he's like in limbo. For, like, <laughs> yeah, I don't like Sacramento, um, but they have a young team now, so I guess that's cool. Yeah, and but De'Aaron Fox, people have, I have heard people say that he could come out of this draft being the best player in it. Yeah. My, he's got the most heart, I think. I mean, he was he was the guy that was like crying after he yeah, lost, right? Yeah, I like him. His shot's a little shaky, but, and move Sacramento to Seattle, so that's my thing. Oh, is that is that a thing? Um, It should be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, no one wants to go and play for Sacramento, I know. I mean, yeah. They got rid of uh, Boogie Cousins. Yeah. Okay. Um, wait. Is this the pick that Sacramento got from the Pelicans when they traded? Uh, I think so, yeah. Because the Pelicans didn't have a first-round pick. Um, oh, maybe that was their second pick. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Um, Orlando yeah. Magic. Jonathan Isaac. I like that. That Power guy. Forward. We're from Florida State. Yeah, Florida State guy. He's pretty solid, you know, he's got a lot of potential. He's good, uh, he's working fast, good defense. He's like 6'11", can hit a corner three. Yeah. So. All right, well, sounds solid. We'll see what the Magic do in the future. This guy. This, so this trade, this, uh, this fucking pick, Minnesota Timberwolves had seven, and they traded, uh, Zach Levine and... They traded... Zach Levine and Chris Dunn, who was their first-round pick last year... And the seventh pick for Jimmy Butler and the sixteenth pick, which is like, damn. Like uh, Minnesota got away with a yeah steal. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, unless Jimmy Butler just refuses to resign there, which I don't make them might happen, but like, dude. But Jimmy Butler is like Jimmy uh, Butler, Wiggins, and Carl Anthony Towns, and they're trying to trade Rubio, and I'm sure they can get. They're trying to get Lowry. Yeah, like they're mm-hmm. Kyle Lowry from the Raptors, who is free agent. <laughs> Minnesota's gonna be a fun team to watch. Yeah, they'll they'll be a fun team to root for. Um, yeah. they're young and they're on, on not a big market, so they'll be a great bandwagon team to jump on. <laughs> um, but the their problem is, they play in the West. Yeah. And the West is fucking wild. I love. That's why it's great. The West is stacked. Right, and you know um, what the NBA needs to do? They need to not have an East and West, <laughs> and just have it. The playoffs go from the top. Uh, what is it? Sixteen teams. Yeah. Like fuck the East and West. The East sucks. Get rid of all those teams. Or I don't know. Do something else because the East. I don't know. How is the East so terrible compared to the West? How does that even happen? Nobody wants to play there, and they're all managed poorly. 
Why does no one want to play there? It's like the only good team is... The only place people would want to play is like Boston because New York's managed horribly. I guess in Miami. Miami's going to be decent this year. They're actually going to be good. Yeah. Does Chris Bosh still play? No, he uh, he's never going to play again. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't even hear anything about that. <laughs> uh, but Chicago took Larry Markkinen at seven, who's a really fucking good ass player i think <laughs> seven foot tall finish like, man this website gives it a b minus i don't know i i like i like that guy he's fucking can he hit the most threes for like a center last year oh okay um but he's from finland and in finland when you turn 18 you have to serve like a year in the military so oh, every really? every off season now during his summer he's gonna go home to finland and serve in the military then come back play nba Go back and keep doing oh, that. Oh, so he's going to, for like four years? Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, so that, I don't know if that's, you know, going to hurt his development or not, but... Well, I'm sure the Finnish military isn't, like, doing much right now. They're right. just, like, training. Um, Number eight, New York Knicks, take Frank Nitschke-Lakina. French guy. And it's like, dude, I don't know about him. He's good, I guess, but... Yeah, but he hasn't played anywhere around over here, right? Yeah. He's got good size, right? I think. I don't know. I don't this is what know. I've heard from just listening to things, but... Um, yeah, I mean, it's the Knicks, though. They'll probably fuck that up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, ninth, Dennis Smith to Dallas. That's my dark horse for Rookie of the Year. Oh, yeah? Yeah, NC State boy. Uh, he's, fucking, he's a fucking beast. All right, Good um, fit for him to play under Rick Carlisle. Yeah. Uh, 10, Zach Collins to Portland. I like that. I think he'll develop well in Portland, you know, playing on, playing uh, coming off the bench. Portland also took uh, Caleb Swanigan at 26. I think those two coming off the bench will, right. be, will be cool to watch. Uh, Charlotte, number 11, Malik Monk, the God. guy the, everyone wanted the Pistons to take. Probably the best shooter in the draft. Yep. Next to the guy. Lead scorer with ridiculous athleticism, but he hasn't shown vision or sensibilities of a point guard and lacks size as a shooting guard. Okay. Makes you feel a little better. But I'm very happy with who the Pistons took at 12. The Pistons took shooting guard Luke Kennard from Duke. Yeah. Um, He was... Best three-point shooter in the draft. Yeah, best three-point shooter. Yeah. He had like a 48 percentage from three. Yeah. like Which is insane. Which is what we need. It's college fruit threes, though. It's a little yeah. different. But, but we need a three-point shooter, so I, I really like that pick. They gave us a B-minus. This is what this website, what? which <laughs> which is uh, USA Today by Adi Joseph, a pick-by-pick grades and analysis. Oh, this guy can go to hell. Bleach Report gave us, a, I think, like an A-minus. Okay, so this is what they say about Lou Kennard. Kennard is one of the draft's best, best shooters and more versatile than he gets credit for being. He's also tough and could be a good defender. The real question is what it means for the Pistons' future with starting shooting guard Contavious Caldwell-Pope. Caldwell-Pope might be the Pistons' best player and is a natural shooting guard like Kennard, but they both are big enough to play together on the wings. Still, Donovan Mitchell's uh, positional versatility and athleticism might have been a better fit here, given the Pistons already have plenty of good shooters. What? What, <laughs> what good shooters do we have? What is this guy fucking What's this crazy? guy's name? Adi Joseph? What fucking good shooters do we have? This guy's out of his mind. Yeah, this is uh, 
really silly. We have no good shooters. Um, we have KCP who can sometimes shoot, but not like... No. Not like, like Luke Kennard is who? our best shooter right now. Yeah. <laughs> Luke, he hasn't even we played. just drafted our best shooter. <laughs> who did he want us to draft? Donovan Mitchell, who went 13 to uh, Utah uh, from Louisville. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> and that, that was a trade, I think. The guy Nuggets doesn't know had. anything. Yeah, that I, I, I don't know about that guy. Fuck that guy. Why um, did anyone say that we have good shooters? Uh, one of the surprise picks for me, do you want to go through every... No, no, we were running out of time for this segment, so go, let's Um, get some big ones. Uh, DJ Wilson, first Michigan guy off the board at 17 Mm -hmm. to Milwaukee. I was, I thought he'd go in the second round. I was pretty surprised. Yeah. Um, TJ Leaf to, uh, Indiana. That's the guy that you said Lonzo Ball's the reason he went so high. Yeah, uh, but... Like I said, DJ Leaf's a good player. I uh, I guess he'll do all right, depending like what the fuck Indiana is going to bow. Like that team's going to suck without yep. Paul George. So you're in the East. Uh, I mean, you have a really good chance of being good though if you're in the East. Harry Giles to t- at- that's who I that's another guy I want the Pistons to draft because he's uh he was like the number one recruited rookie of the year. He yeah. Came to the MB or the NCAA. But he blew out both ACLs. So right. either this guy is going to be like the best to come out of the draft or whatever. Oh, he went to the Kings? Yeah. Ooh, Sacramento. There you go. Um, 22, Jared Allen to Brooklyn. Just mm-hmm. right away replacing Brook Lopez, I guess, if they actually keep yeah. Tiffany Mozgov's huge ass contract. But yeah, that guy he'll do well there because they don't have anybody. And <laughs> the Spurs picking a like fucking Derek White from Colorado. Never heard of this guy. Probably uh-huh. gonna be the man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like the Spurs just know the who Spurs, to pick. I don't uh, know. Probably the best organization in basketball because they're not a major market where free agents want to go. Don't know how they got Aldridge, but oh, they're gonna tra- they're uh, planning on trading Aldridge. Like Aldridge wants out, and yeah, he is he, he even good? He's not good there. He's he's been bad. I think he's been bad. He was since good he in went, Portland. Oh, he's great in Portland. And then when he went there, everybody was like, "Oh, dude, Spurs are winning right away," and he just played like you know whatever. Yeah, not like when Marks Aldridge used to. So I, he should get out of there. He should go back to Portland. Yeah. <laughs> you should. Just swallow your pride. Go back. They probably can't afford him, but they could probably be like, okay, man, you played like dog shit for a few years, so All right, you're well, going to take a huge pay cut. Any other draft, uh, NBA draft things you want to say? Um, I hope some crazy trades go down. Yeah, well, let's talk about that for a second. Um, well, not trades, but let's talk about like incoming free agency i know gordon hayward's a big name yeah um is he allowed to go anywhere yeah or is he restricted he's unrestricted like he can like boston's gonna go after him i know boston wants miami's him. going after him but i want him to stay in utah because that team probably won't be as good without him well yeah so of course. and that's like a that's a cool team quinn schneider's great coach yeah i love their court i don't know why it looks really cool to me um Blake Griffin and CP3 opted out. They both opted out? Yeah. So I think, I feel like CP will stay because he'll get five years, 200 mil. And I would like to see Blake go home to OKC. I think that would be awesome. Yeah, so you think if um, C, CP3 stays, 
think that the Clippers have a chance of getting Paul George? Possibly, maybe. I've been hearing um a potential trade of Andre Drummond of the Pistons for DeAndre Jordan. I heard that too, which would I would like that because DeAndre Jordan is like one of the best defenders in right. the league. Well, the only thing is that he would have it would only be for one year, and then of course he would opt out. But we yeah. at least would be able to get rid of Andre Drummond yeah. and his salary. Yeah. So why not? I don't know. The yeah. Pistons' would... future is pretty bleak. I think. I mean, unless Stan Van Gundy does some crazy shit in free agency and convince guys to come here, unless we can. You see Little Caesars Arena? It's fucking <laughs> sick. <laughs> yeah, unless we can get like Andre to shoot underhand for three free throws. I mean, that's like literally all we need to do is make. I did it up and try a little harder and become like a 50% free throw shooter. Yeah. Like, God, not a whatever, like 25 or whatever it is. I'm sure it's not that bad, but. Yeah. It's piss poor for sure. Um, yeah, I mean, Pistons moving to a new arena, so maybe that could spark a free agent, but honestly, I don't even know if I really want one. I say let's just get rid of some people and suck for a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> darkest times in Detroit sports, guys, but we have to move on, so. Beer number two, entertainment. All right, everybody, welcome to beer number two of the Split Six podcast, the podcast where we drink beer. <laughs> <laughs> um, entertainment world is, uh, at least for us, for what we're deciding to talk about, going a little slow, but... Um, one of our most anticipated, anticipated albums came out, uh... Yeah. Was it last week? Or was it the uh, week before? Friday? Last Friday? I don't know. I think it might have been the week before... No. No, no, it was the 16th. Yeah. Oh, ten, so yeah, it was the week before. Ten days ago. Yeah, so... That's... You weren't here to talk about it, so we didn't yes. talk about it. I gotcha. You just talked about Orange is the New Black instead. Hope you liked it. <laughs> <laughs> So, Brian, what do you yes. think of Portugal the Man's new album, Woodstock? Their first album in four years. I thought it was great. Great, great, great. I think it is great. Um, it's, out it's of, great on, a, on a scale of one to, let's say, 25, Oof. how many sixes would you give it? <laughs> <laughs> um, how many am I allowed to give? Well, you can split whatever you want. Um, I'd, I'd give it a, a few sixes. I'm giving it six out of six. Yeah, I'm giving it a couple sixes, <laughs> that's for sure. Sorry if you're being goofy, but, um... Um... Yeah, no, this album is, uh, very good. It's a good album. Uh, I've listened to it a few times. Uh, a few songs stick out. Of course, the song we've been talking about, Feel It Still, I think is their best on it, even though I've heard it so many times and it's getting a little overplayed for me. But um, it's like their first big radio hit, right? Yeah, this is the first time they've ever been on commercials or, you know, mm-hmm. anything. And they, you know, their first album was back in 06. And they have, like, they have a lot of albums. Yeah, they have, like, <laughs> nine? Yeah, something like that. Wow, that's crazy. And they're just, well, I mean, it shows you that you just keep working at stuff. And maybe one day you'll blow up. Yeah. And they've, yeah, they've, I... Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they never really tried to get on radio or anything, but... Well, on their website, they're selling a shirt that says, I liked Portugal and the man before they sold out. <laughs> <laughs> so they're, like, kind of aware. That's of awesome. What they're doing, but... 
I don't care. I mean, um, cool. I really like the sound they sold out to then because it's if if that's what they even did. But uh, I dig it, and I have a few of their old CDs, and I only really listened to one and didn't like it all that much. But Which one? I think it was their very first one. Oh, Waiter, You Vultures? Yes. Yeah. Let's see. Hold on. I have it right over here. The I one really... with, uh, yeah, Waiter, You Vultures. There's one song on it that I've listened to more times than it, or How the Leopards Got Its Spots. Yeah. That song, um, I, I really like that song. I really like their last album, too, Evil Friends. Uh -huh. that, was, that was a really good one. I need to check more of them out um, because of how good this album is. So, yeah. um, anything you want to say about this album? I mean, we're going to have to say a lot of stuff about it, but... Yeah. Um, besides Feel It Still, the, tr the song of the year, yeah. as claimed by me, <laughs> what other songs stick out? Um, noise pollution, and the whole album was produced by uh Mike D from Beastie Boys and Danger Mouse. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, so, and I guess this is one of the the songs, noise pollution, that like Mike D like really went in on to produce, and like, it's so good, man. And they got uh the girl from the new season of Fargo, Mary Elizabeth. What's her name? Mary Elizabeth something singing like in French and it's oh really yeah so let's see if I can find this in the lyrics where do they sing in French uh Mary Elizabeth Weinstead yeah oh two cries two sorrows <laughs> et a two sorrows I don't know I don't yeah like I said I've listened to this album a few times um yeah I think that might be my favorite song aside from Feel It Still yeah well um, my favorite song um, is one they released uh, before the album came out, and it's uh, called Number One. It happens to be the uh, number one song on the album. <laughs> the opening track. It might be uh, intentional. I don't know. But uh, who's on that one? I forget who's on that one. Uh, Sun Little and somebody else. Who is Sun Little? He's, this, uh, he's a musician. Well, um, <laughs> I don't know. I, I really like that song. Sun Little and Richie Havens. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah, it's a great song. Um, just like, I don't know. I can't, it's hard for me to describe music, but number one, very, very good song. Uh, completely different feel from it, from Feel It Still. Oh, yeah. Like, I feel it still is like uh, when you want to just get up and like kind of dance a little weird too. I like... Number I, one's like you want to just like kind of sit back and yeah be like under the influence of something <laughs> and head bop too. I like... Uh, I really like Rich Friends. I just like when that guitar gets in. That's the one that goes... Really, really, really yeah. use a rich, rich friend like you. Yeah. Crashing your down shot and add a rock. Yeah. It's got a it's got a cool music video too. Like they're all and the all the lyrics to these songs are cool too. Like mm -hmm. I don't know, man. It's a good album. Good album. Album artworks um fucking awesome. Just a car and fire and pretty sure it's a Rolls Royce. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, I really wanna I I pre just pre ordered it today to get a vinyl soon. Yep. Um, got the digital download. It was really sad. I went to the record store the other day and I was like looking for it and I was like, oh, man, it's not here and I know they would have it. Um, what record store do you go to? Dearborn Music. That's a good one. Yeah, it's uh, it's, it's the one that I found that's the best. I yeah. That I found at least. Yeah, unless you're going like all the way down to Ann Arbor. 
Right, right. Yeah. Um, but I got another, I got a different album there. Um, so I couldn't find that one. I couldn't find the two I wanted. But uh, I got Dan Auerbeck's new album, Waiting on a Song. Nice. Uh, you ever... Black you, Keys. Yeah, the, the Black Keys uh, guitar player, singer, solo work. You ever hear any of his songs? No. If you listen to the radio, you might have heard the song Shine On Me. Shine On Me. He goes, Shine On Me. Shine On Me. Uh, it's like the definition of easy listening like the, every song on the album sounds like you would hear it at a part of a movie where they're like driving in a car and like transitioning to a different location huh well, what was the other record you were looking for oh the other one I was looking for was White Out Conditions by the New Pornographers hmm it came out recently I ended up ordering it and I have it uh pretty good it's nothing like amazing but i lo- I really like the new new pornographers but they're i understand they're not for everyone i don't know if you know them no not familiar at all <laughs> yeah yeah no they're they're pretty cool but um yeah they're not i don't i don't i wouldn't say you would like them i don't know <laughs> <laughs> they have like this guy singer and a girl singer and they're very poppy mm. like yeah they're pretty pop rock i think you know i'm really bad at telling what genres things are but it's okay. <laughs> okay, so let's see what else is on this Portugal the Man album. Um, Keep On, don't you like that song? Oh, I love that song. I think that would be a great song to see live. Like, if they play that live. If you oh, yeah, play. there should be, they're hopefully having a tour soon. Yep, they're on tour right now, and they're supposed to be announcing one in exactly f- four seconds. Yeah, probably. like, like on the 30th. <laughs> 30th of this month or next month this month I think oh cool so hopefully they come here well if they come hopefully it's at Royal Oak or the Fillmore because those venues are I, good it probably will be too because it's not going to be at like DTE right nope they're not that blown up yet and it's oh, going to be and it's going to be in like fall or winter so it's going to be cold okay yeah yeah because <laughs> yeah, um, if they're if, oh, I would love to see them at like the Fillmore or something even smaller Dude, St. Andrews or like the Crowfoot? Come on. I might have been to uh, one of those before, but uh, I'm not positive, but I would love to see them somewhere else, at least anywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Anywhere intimate is much better than... Go go to the shelter. I don't know if I've ever been Smallest place ever. It's like in the basement of St. Andrews. You ever been to the Ark? It's in Ann Arbor? Nah. It's, I've been there once and I saw this band called San Quirmin. I don't know if you've ever heard of them. No. Um, you would like them, I think, a lot, actually. Uh, but it's like this place you go to and it's... Honestly, like the room we're in right now, it's... Jesus. It's like if you knock this wall down and you extend it to my living room, that's basically it. Maybe, maybe back a little bit more, but it's really tiny. And... Uh, it's in Ann Arbor and it's really intimate and you have to like buy a membership to buy alcohol there. Uh, it's almost like a place you would see like a, like a small comedy show in. Hmm. But, uh, it's so worth it. I'm going to go see you, you, you familiar with blind pilot? Yeah. They're playing there. Okay. Uh, we should go. I mean, me and Croc are going and Melissa. When is it? Uh, October. Okay. When? 
<laughs> I think October 9th. Oh, okay. <laughs> Why? <laughs> you have a bunch of plans in October? Yeah. <laughs> It's my busiest month. Yeah. <laughs> I really got to celebrate Halloween, like, all the time. I prepare. 30 <laughs> days in advance, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, remind me, though. Okay, well, we're going to buy tickets as soon as they go on sale. Do I mean, you have, to, do you have says, to, like, buy, you buy, how much is a membership? What, what is like, that? Explain that to me. What is going on there? Oh, oh you <laughs> buy a membership and it lasts for, like, four months, but it's just, like, $5. Oh. But then alcohol's not as expensive as other places. So basically, you're playing $5 to buy alcohol. Hmm. Like a cover, kind of. Interesting. But you're also buying a ticket. <laughs> okay. That uh, sounds pretty cool. But yeah, Love Blind Pilot. Um, there's no there's no way that Portugal the Man's playing there. But uh, it's more like for like fans that can like have like complete acoustic. I guess Portugal the Man can have an acoustic set. But oh, uh, yeah. I've seen... They did a an acoustic thing. They covered a... Don't Look Back in Anger by Oasis. Oh, yeah? Which is, like, greatest song ever. Yeah, Portugal the Man's, Portugal the Man's a singer. John Gurry, or whatever his last name is? He's, like, Mustache? Got, he's got that, uh... Wireframe glasses? <laughs> that's such higher-pitched voice, and it's, like, a lot of people that I show the songs to, like, they don't believe that it's a guy singing. Yeah, he's a he's a talented musician. Yeah, I know. I agree, and I like that. I I dig that. Uh, uh is it falsetto? Hmm. That was called falsetto. When you have a higher pitched voice. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> That's probably what it's called. Cause I'm I'm not wrong often. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Anything else you want to say about this album? Um. Yeah, I was gonna say something. Damn it. Oh, that's a song by Blink-182. Oh, yeah. Dude Ranch just turned 20. Oh, did it? Yeah. Oh, and I'm pretty nice, sure Nice, that's... solid transition. Give me a high Oh, five. damn. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good album, too. Josie. Damn it. That's it. <laughs> Great album. And their songs are probably all trash. That's like the last <laughs> album with the, the, other, the, the drummer they had before Travis. I didn't even know that. Yeah, what was that guy's name? I have no idea. Scott? I didn't know. They kicked him out for being a drunk. I didn't know there was a different drummer. Oh, yes. Kicked him out for being a drunk? You're in a fucking band. What else are you going to be? Listen to the song Man Overboard. It explains everything. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Alright. Okay. Anything else we want to say about the 20-year anniversary of Dude Ranch? Kind of a strange name for an album. Um, yeah, they named it after the ranch. Dude Ranch. There's a Dude Ranch is that you're being silly. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there's a Dude Ranch, yeah. Oh. It's a it's it's a famous ranch in Texas. Oh, Texas. <laughs> they heard all the dudes. <laughs> yeah. It's just a bunch of Lebowski impersonators. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Alright, well um um something else turned twenty. Something else turned 20. That's right. Something. One more year and this something else can start drinking. Wait, what? Did they turn 20? Oh, wait. Oh, What are you no. talking about? No, 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 they're English. Oh, yeah. So they can, they can already drink, right? I think so, yeah. And of course we're talking about yeah, I don't know. Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone, a.k.a. the Sorcerer's Stone. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> that would, that's what you said something else turned 20 right yeah I know yes the first Harry Potter <laughs> book turned 20 today 
Um, I remember seeing the movie when I was like really little. Brian is not a true uh, human. He has not seen all of the movies and read all of the Harry Potter books. True. So he is not really a millennial, I don't think. Oh. Yeah, dude, I'm more hipster for not doing that stuff. Is that hipster now? Not reading Harry Potter is hipster now? I don't know, man. I, I just didn't ever read it. Why? Like, Lord of the Rings was out at the time for me. So mm. it's like, I couldn't I couldn't be bothered with all those Harry Potter books, man. I was reading The Hobbit and Fellowship of the Ring. Yeah. Two Towers. Return of the King. I have not read those books, but... Damn. Uh, those were not, like, hot in pop culture at the time. I mean, until, the, until those movies started coming out, and then still yeah. no one was reading those books. <laughs> I was. <laughs> <laughs> but Harry Potter uh, definitely shaped the entirety of my, like, interest in entertainment consumption, really? you know? Like, that's the, I think that's the reason I love fantasy, and I love series. Like, I love TV shows over movies. Um, the only books I read are... Normally, books that have uh, sequels and a like a big long series. Wow. Doesn't be long, but just like it's, I can't read a book. Can't well, read I can. one book. <laughs> I can, but it doesn't stick with me like a series does. Like, hmm. but normally I just read fantasy series. So interesting. But Harry Potter's what started that all. I remember the first Harry Potter book I read was the second Harry Potter book. What? <laughs> Why would you do that? Well, I saw you probably the... had nothing going on. I have no idea what was going on. <laughs> That's not true. Because um, I saw the first Harry Potter movie first. Mm-hmm. So this is my order of Harry Potter books I read. Just because everyone cares. Uh, the Chamber of Secrets, which is number two. Then number three. Then number four. Then number one. Then number two. Then number three. Then number five, then number six, then number seven. Bro, what? <laughs> and the only books I've read more than once is two and three of Harry Potter. Man, that's so. It's something I don't think I would do anymore. I don't know if I, I don't know if I would reread a book anymore. You ever read? You read a book? Yeah. I reread The Hobbit a couple times. A couple uh, times, like how many? Like two or three. I mean, it's a short book too. Um, I reread Siddhartha, which I would reread that again. That's like yeah. one of my favorite books. Um, I started rereading On the Road. On the Road or the wait On the Road by oh, Jack okay. Kerouac. Um, I did start rereading Lord of the Rings like last year, but it's like I just found new books to read. Yeah, I mean, there's a couple I reread, but. Yeah. Just trying to find new books to read now, you know. So, what, do you have a favorite book? Yeah, definitely On the Road or Siddhartha. <laughs> and uh, the, like, Siddhartha is about uh, this kid in India who's, like, perfect, but then he just doesn't care. And he's, like, trying to find Buddha and, you know. Okay. It's, like, his spiritual journey. And then On the Road's Jack Kerouac's Chronicles of just traveling... North America, yeah, North and South America. Just goes down to Mexico. It's yeah, it's a good book. The movie kind of sucks, but that you know why that's even more interesting. Because my favorite book is called The Road. Really? Yeah. I that's the guy that wrote wrote No Country for Old Men, which yeah. is one of my favorite movies. And like, Jurassic Park. He did not write Jurassic Park. He did. <laughs> Michael. Craig Crichton wrote Dress Park, the book. Look up the road. I don't think this guy wrote... (laughs) You're going to laugh. Jurassic Park. No, look up the road. (laughs) What? Fine, look up Jurassic Park first. 
Okay, hold on. Now I have to respell it. <laughs> Book. Michael Crichton. Okay, yeah. Ah, oh, fuck! <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking Comrack McCarthy. Cormac McCarthy. <laughs> You're so fucking full of confidence with that. Oh dude. man, you know I got I. Got, <laughs> oh, all right, all right let me explain myself. Let me explain myself. Uh, so this other book I read by Michael Crichton. It's called Next. That I liked when I read it just like around the same time that I read The Road. Mm. And I just, That'll for some reason, it. always got them, because Michael Crichton, he's a good writer. He wrote, he wrote Jurassic Park. He wrote Congo, too. That's a good book, I guess. And then Cormac McCarthy wrote No Country for Old Men. Yeah. And I don't, for some reason, those, that all merged for me. Mm. So, sorry, sorry, Brian. You're right. You know that uh, guy also wrote fucking Westworld? Who? Who? Michael Crichton. Yeah, yeah, I heard like about the that. Movie, like movie, I guess. Right, I didn't even because I didn't, I didn't know Westworld was another thing until after I finished the yeah. new HBO show. It's great, but uh, yeah, yeah. Kind of, um, there's like uh, other kinds of worlds in Westworld. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, I I've like never Samurai seen World. Yeah, obviously at the end of the show mm -hmm. you see that, which is, like would be cool if we could see those, but also. I don't know why we're talking about Westworld, but like that, remember that part where the, the security guy, who's like the main guy, was going out and he was like looking for something and he gets hit by like the Native Americans and they're all surrounding him? It was like in the um, second last episode or something. Me, I don't know, go on, go on. But like they never said what happened to him. I don't know. Like he like got kidnapped and they're just like, he, he was never <laughs> seen him again, you know, you don't know if he got killed or what. Man, I didn't even notice that. He was like saying like, hey... He was like trying to turn them off and they never turned off. And I was like kind of upset. Oh, oh, was that when the guy was like smashing himself over the head? No, but he was like no. looking for something about that. And then, yeah, it was, I can't remember exactly what happened, but he When was, the hell does that show come back? Is it really? Like next year. Because like, um, Jonathan Nolan, Christopher Nolan's brother, uh -huh. wrote the series with somebody else and they, they did not expect it to be so popular. Oh, really? Yeah, so now they're like, okay, we're taking our time with what we're going to do. Why are they, how do they not expect it to be so popular? I don't know. The trailers were amazing. Of course it's going to be popular. Yeah, they just... The story was interesting. And they kind of, I think they probably didn't expect it to get uh, renewed. Like, because they ended it with, like, a pretty definite, like, with a solid yeah, ending. Yeah. But without that fucking, without knowing what happened to that fucking guy. <laughs> it's probably not important, but I'm just The like, one yeah. thing that's irking Brian. <laughs> Um, yeah, oh, back to the road. I got, I, I picked up the... Have you read the road? No, but I picked up No Country for Old Men one time, and I tried reading it, like, just in a bookstore. I was like, oh, I love this movie, so... Dude, what the fuck is up with that guy's writing? There's no, like, any, there's no, like, quotation marks, and no one dialogue starts and ends. There's... Wait, in the, in No, no Country? Country? Yeah. Oh, the road has, the, the road has its own quirks. It's weird. It's weirdly written. It's weird that you said that. The road, the road, the entire book, they never have a name for just, just the man and the boy. Like, but... They don't give anyone names. So it's kind of hard to understand who the fuck they're talking about. Yeah, that would be frustrating. But, I mean, it was still... I mean, I read, I read it in high school, and it was... It was the only book that, like, 
I was like really close to crying after reading. I've, I've been dying to see the movie because I love Viggo Mortensen. The movie is like a perfect adaptation of the book. Damn. Like, uh, it was... Anything with Vigo, bro. Right, and the Weber... I mean, that's probably why it didn't get a big theatrical release. Because it was... I mean, I had to go to Royal Oak to see it. Damn. That's a good theater, though. Yeah, yeah. It shows, <laughs> it shows like, the, uh... Like, I guess more artsy movies. Like, not yeah. mainstream, you know, superhero movies. Yeah. It doesn't show superhero movies, is what I should say. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Um, but, yeah, no, the movie's really good. Um... The books, I I would say read the book first, but depending how often you read. I'm reading a book right now called Focal's Pendulum by Umberto Eco. He's like the Italian Dan Brown. Mm-hmm. Is it good? It's good. Dave gave it to me a few years ago, and I finally just started reading it. It's like, it's pretty complex. Like, it's way harder than Dan Brown's work. Because uh-huh. it's like, have, it, like, they'll be talking, then they'll go into French or Italian dialogue. And it's you super... have to, like, read French and Italian? Yeah. And, like... How do you do that? I just kind of, like... I, I took French classes, so I kind of can pick up what they're saying, but then I would just, like, skim over it. Cause so they're... you're literally reading French and don't know what's going on? Sometimes. But it, will, it would just be, like, a line where the guy will say, like, Oh, yeah, like, how are you doing? Au revoir. Yeah, and then they have, like, quotes before the chapter starts, and it will just be all Italian. Then Then I'll, like, cite the source, like... Like, oh man! What the fuck? But it's so complicated. I don't know it. Like, I don't even know how to explain it. Right. It's like about finding out who the Knights Templars are, but I don't know what's happening. And I, damn. I just want to figure out what's going on so bad. I'm uh I'm reading the second book of a series right now. Called. Uh, it's called The Magician King. The first book was called The Magicians. Of course, it's sci-fi fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it's like, it's like Harry Potter, but, um, mixed with Game of Thrones because it's a lot sexier and a lot more adult themed. Isn't it, is it based off the show? Well, the show is based off the books. Oh, there you go. Of course. Uh, but yeah, no, it's really good. I highly, oh, all right. So I should be candid here. Um, I read the first book, like the first 75% of it, fucking hated it, (laughs) put it down, stopped reading it show came out, started watching the show, and something clicked, and I was like, okay, I kind of get it now. Went and pictured the book, finished it, loved it, now I'm on the second book, and um, the show is, I'm like, it's weird, because I'm reading this book the same time the show was on, and I'm like, perfectly at the same part the show was. Like, I'm <laughs> reading it really slowly, because I'm like, the show is in a hiatus, not hiatus, but like, it's waiting for the next season, so I guess yeah. it's hiatus. But, like, I'm reading the book chapters, and then the next thing is happening on the show when I was reading it during the show. And it was like, oh, that's really cool. But Damn. you can see what little things they change, like, almost in real time. That's kind of wild. Yeah. It's like with Game of Thrones, because I read all those books before. Well, saw the first season, then read all the books. Mm-hmm. Saw the rest. But now it's, like, just spoiling it for me, the show. And because there's... You read it. Did you ever, you finished the books, right? Yeah. They're going to end completely different, so it's like... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That's all... The whole thing has just really soured it for me. Yeah. But I'm still obsessed because it's Game of Thrones, you know? It's something yeah. for me to be obsessed with. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, I think, I mean, I guess I'm excited for that book that's never coming out. Oh. <laughs> the Winds of Winter? Yeah. It got, honestly, it m- might never come out and whatever. <laughs> I'm like over it. Like, there's so many different things that are happening in the books than, you know, and then in the show. So it's like, what the I will fuck? be so, because I'm not going to go reread those books. Um, I would only reread the last one, I guess. Right, but you're gonna have to, you're gonna have because when's the winner? Uh, it's gonna contr- like have everybody in it, and books four and five, Feast for Crows and Dance with Dragons have like different characters in it. So if you want you to can comprehend just, it, you're you gonna have skip to skip chapters. I don't. I have never done that. People, some people have told me that they just like sometimes skip over chapters. Yeah, James James did it when he like went to reread them. Oh, when you reread them, I guess yeah. that makes sense. But the first time around, people told me the first time like around reading a book, sometimes it'll be boring and they'll just skip a few pages. That's fucking sick. I was like, what the fuck? How can you do that? Sick. <laughs> like, yeah, you're missing like probably something essential. Hopefully something essential unless it's a bad Have writer. You heard about but... people who like read the last page of a book before they start it? Oh, dude, I definitely get tempted to. That's fucked I up. I don't, I don't. <laughs> but sometimes I like... Quickly look and close. That's <laughs> sick. You're sick. Dude, I just like... It's like... With books, like the spoiler is right there. You can just click on it or just flip to it. Damn. <laughs> it's hard. But that's like... Uh, that's, we're getting to the end of this segment. So I hope you enjoyed us talking about books. Unsurprisingly, we're on to <laughs> politics. But <laughs> we're not about some fun shit here, everyone. Fear number three. Politics. The president grabbed me. All right, on to beer number three, and on to politics. Brian, you. Um, before we dive into what we actually are going to talk about for this segment, yep. Uh, what do you think about the new healthcare bill? Um, I haven't really read it because it's depressing. Yeah. <laughs> More depressing. <laughs> like than... everything I hear about it, I'm just like, what is going on? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's silly. Um, politics. At this point, are a joke in our country. Um, yep. Uh, the rest of the world is saying how is realizing how America is not the leader anymore, though we do have the biggest military budget and strongest military. We have probably the uh, dumbest <laughs> leader. <laughs> I mean, did you watch last week tonight? No. No, I, I saw that he brought out. I saw the one thing that he he brought out like a. Uh, a Jesus meme to anti uh, anti vax. Uh, oh what, yeah. What, what am I trying to say? The people. Anti vax. Yeah. Anti vaxers. Yeah. Who don't? Yeah. Who don't want to give kids their shots? And he's like. Uh, he's <laughs> well, a, the, he's a funny guy. The funny thing that he he was. I mean, it's not even anything he did. He showed a clip of Donald Trump being interviewed by Fox News about James Comey. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, Donald Trump just incriminates himself a bunch of times. <laughs> but then Fox News is just, like, pampering his ass because it's fucking Fox News and they love Donald Trump. <laughs> and they're just, like, agreeing with him. But it's ridiculous. That's not the point. The point is that the health care bill uh, is going to uh, kill people, mm-hmm. literally. Um and no one likes it. It's very unpopular. But there is probably, I think, a good chance it gets passed. Wow. And at this point, fucking whatever. Do whatever you want, Republicans. Like, you're just gonna... People are not gonna vote for you if they start dying. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Because they'll, <laughs> because they'll be dead. And you killed them. So, uh, we've been talking about politics, like, every week for... One, two, three, four... Like, 18 or 19 weeks. Let's yeah. talk about something um, kind of political, but not really. Let's talk about aliens. Did you watch the anonymous video? Yeah, I thought it was... It, it was not that great. Like, it was cool how they explained stuff, but then the video in the background was like, did you fucking see that flying saucer? I'm like, dude, don't put this stupid <laughs> fucking clip in there. Just just say the info you're saying. Say the big names who f- found shit. That's cool. Right. So And I'm surprised you said this, because you said many times in this podcast how you don't believe in aliens. No, yeah, you don't. I don't. It's not, it's not that I don't believe. I never said that. I said that I'm really concerned if there isn't any, and I want to make that. I want to make that clear. It's not that I don't. I mean, I, there's no evidence of them, but it. I'm just like really concerned of what will happen if we don't find them, and I can think of that. I to me that makes sense that maybe we don't find it. You know, because. We don't find any. Well, yeah, the the universe is massive. That means that so. we are super special, and if we are super special, that's so sad. <laughs> I don't we feel, fucking suck. Yeah, I don't feel special. <laughs> um, um. So yeah. So why don't you explain that anonymous clip? Okay. Um. I. Um. Oh. <laughs> Brian almost shattered his phone. It might have been black magic, which we'll get to. Um. But. <laughs> um. Uh, so, I honestly, I didn't watch the entire Anonymous clip. Uh, I read the whole article, but Anonymous apparently has put out um, a video saying that NASA is on the verge of announcing alien life. In con- contact with alien life. Right? Yeah, it's not like small organisms or something like they found in that movie Life, where it's like a little fucking tiny thing yeah. on Mars. God, I hope, I hope it's not that. <laughs> yeah, I hope it's not what... Calvin or whatever the fuck his name was. Calvin. Um, Calvin yeah, Johnson. it's supposed to be like something like they actually like talk to or mm-hmm. something like. Or like maybe received a random message in the sky. Yeah, it's something crazy, I guess. Like. Right, but uh, so I just what I want to talk about mainly. So the well, NASA's expanding and they're finding all these planets that are habitable in the habitable zone. Their uh, telescopes are getting better. Missions are getting longer. Um, if there's life out there, we're going to find it in our lifetimes. I hope so. Me and you. I hope so. And what I want to talk about it is what do you, the day we find it, contact it, or just like find intelligent life out there. How is that day going to be remembered? And how can you, is there any? Is it going to be the craziest day of our lives? Yeah. <laughs> it's I mean, gonna be right? fucking wild, man. It's, it's, I, I don't know what to say, cause I could be like, yeah, it's gonna be cool, but then it could, like, be terrifying, or it could be amazing. People I don't know. Might, people might go a little crazy. Some people probably will. Oh, yeah, like, I feel like for very, very religious people, it will be, like, a very mm-hmm. insane day, but, like, like, it kind of feels like something where, if it's announced, um, the president's gonna come on, and like everyone's gonna stop, and like it's gonna be like 
day off almost. Yeah, it's going to be amazing and terrifying and incredible. And I don't know. It's I want it to happen like right now. <laughs> Dude, right now. I want I, proof. I texted, right I texted Brian today and told him like to watch the video and that NASA might announce it today because... NASA was supposed to announce them today, and I think they did, but I don't think they announced... Well, it obviously didn't announce Finding Alien Life. Yeah. I think they announced trips to, like, Uranus and uh, Neptune. Yeah. But, um... <laughs> right after I texted you, uh, the place I was at for my job, like, I just saw five helicopters fly over me. I was like, oh... What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> he knows! It's happening! <laughs> They're here right now! <laughs> Okay, let me let me ask you this. Okay. Based off every movie you've seen about aliens, what one do you think is either most likely or you would want to see? Um, okay, every movie I've seen. Well, like like spaceship wise and their and how they look, or you can combine them. Like, like yes, yeah, the spaceship like Arrival, but the aliens look like District Nine. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a good point. Um, I think. Gosh, I mean, I think they're going to be... I don't think they'll be violent towards us, so I will rule out any of that stuff. And if they are violent towards us, I don't think water is going to kill them, like science, because they are not dumb enough to go to a planet surrounded by shit that kills them. Is that a, is that a thing? Have you ever seen science? Oh. Or maybe you don't remember? It's been I don't remember, yeah, no. Yeah, so in science... Yeah, the water... like Aliens come and the water just... Like, they die by water. Yeah, I haven't seen that. But they go to a planet that is, like, 80% water. Yeah, that does make sense. So it won't be like that. If they're coming to attack us, which which they won't, because why? So, all right, let me me ask you this. Why would aliens attack us? I don't know. But (laughs) think of reasons. Think of reasons Um, that everyone says. Because we're a deadly species. And, like, we have weapons of mass destruction, and they... Right, could they, fear that we could shoot them out to space or something. Figure out, figure out how to do that. And <laughs> they could they could fear that we're hunting them. Like, why are they fucking looking for us, bro? <laughs> <laughs> well, one of, one of the main reasons people say that aliens would destroy us is because our planet is full of resources like water and uh, you know minerals and whatnot. Yeah. But. Uh, so are comets yeah. and other planets that don't control alien life towards them alien life. So we'd be aliens to them. So there's no way, no, unless they're just complete assholes, that they're going to come and kill us. Yeah, the only, the only reason I would think they would is to, like, have us start over, kind of. Right. You like know, a, like a Noah's Ark thing. Just be like, okay, only a select group of, like, good people can survive. The rest yeah, were exterminating. Yeah. Which might not be so bad. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> um, but yeah, I agree. I don't think... I don't think... That, I think they'd be cool. What... Alright, let's get down to it. What do you think they'd look like? Um, well... Uh, the traditional, like, skinny gray thing with giant fucking eyes? No. No. I don't think so. I think they would look... Um, similar, but not similar to us. You know, like... They're, I think they're gonna wear clothes... Because um, once you become intelligent, I think you wanted to distinguish yourself from others. And a way to do that is by wearing different things from people, from other people. You know what I mean? 
Maybe. You know, like having different styles. I mean, it might not be the same kind of clothes. It might not be covering the same kind of parts. It might... They might not even care about that, you know? Like right, they, right. But I think... Like, but I think they might, like, wear something... They just might still have a cool wristband or something. Yeah. Do you think they're of... Ha- do you think they have genders? Or do you think they can create by just, like... You know? I would guess that they would have genders. There was a... On, I think, Joe Rogan's podcast, Ari Marcus was... A guest on it one time and he uh was talking about how he took ayahuasca and like uh-huh. met an alien mm-hmm. that was like a you know a skinny gray guy with giant glasses and he's like he pretty much thought like that's what humans are becoming it's kind of like there's kind of like diverting away from their own personalities to become like everybody else and he was talking to this alien and it didn't have a gender and it was like envious of humans because the alien can like use its mind to feel anything a human can feel like oh okay like a, so a human has to perf- like has to have sex to have an orgasm and the alien's like yeah i can have an orgasm just by thinking about it but i'm envious of you because you actually get to experience the act oh, of okay. love making and like Aubrey marcus was like dude it's so rad to be a human <laughs> and like I was I thought about that I'm like damn dude if aliens are like that that's kind of fucking crazy well yeah I think it's to, gonna be rad like every species is gonna be jealous of every species yeah if they if they're capable of it you don't I mean you what they're what is their like what's their brain like you know like what's I don't know their I mean, chemical makeup a, is probably here's a crazier so, question what if they're not made of like meat what if they're like made of energy like yeah. this is just like electric life like that uh like the fucking uh things from arrival like or or the end of a it's such a beautiful day when it's just a being of light God. yeah well arrival that movie i think like that was crazy other than like the seeing the future by understanding a language thing which is the main thing of the movie yeah. but uh I mean, I think that would be the kinds of aliens that would come here. Something they would need our help for something. They're either gonna need our help for something, or they're going to uh, study us like zoo creatures. Well, I the thing is, if or just like, like want to learn about us. The thing is, if they're if they were to be like far more advanced than us, like why, what would they need help with? Um. Well, I think a very. What if, like, a very unique human's perspective on things is, like, love? Like, what if it's something only us humans can have developed? You know, not not that they need help with it. They just, you know, they're, like, a, a sacred thing that can, that has something special. You know, and they want to learn about it, and they want to uh, bring it back to their museums or something. Hmm. Yeah. Like, romanticize it. But I guess they couldn't be romantic if uh, <laughs> they don't have love, right? Yeah. Because, um, like, they could... Aliens could be, like, um, there's some species on Earth that uh, I think are both sexes. Yeah. So, you know, you don't really fall in love with uh, anyone then. It's just kind of like, whatever, hey. Yeah. But, I don't know. It's a, it's a big question. Uh, that video is... I mean... Anonymous is like a serious hacking group. Yeah. And they released that video is kind of like bizarre. So I feel like, and 
for me, all I want to be revealed at the least is just microorganisms that don't stem from Earth. So we so much to learn, like, what kind of, if they're alive, do they have DNA? Or do they have something similar or something completely different? Like, okay, because like I have said on this podcast a bunch, it's like, what if there isn't anything else? And what if we were just this random accident? That's, that's like the scariest thing in the world for me. If we're it. Because if that's it, then we have to go out into space and we have to colonize the universe because we were meant to. And yeah. we are the very beginning Go watch Interstellar. To everything. Right. I've seen, yeah. I've seen Interstellar. Yeah. Yeah, um... I don't know. I hope... I hope it is, like, an advanced, like, life form. Or maybe they started at the same time we mm-hmm. did, and, like, we're on the same level of intelligence, but their technology's just different, so it looks, like, more advanced. And right. Yeah. I think, I don't know, I just think it would be so fucking nuts. Like, I never thought that this would ever happen like in our lifetime. Like, we be able to find aliens? Yeah, in our lifetime. Yeah. Like, I thought it would be like, nah, we're gonna be long dead. But then you sent that to me, I'm like, no fucking way. Like, you serious? <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, we should be able to find them if they're there. Um, um, there's a few, few options. So, I think a realistic step for intelligent life is to eventually get to a place where you transform everybody basically into computers because you have the technology to like upload your mind into a computer and make everything that and like the entire world is living in a house. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, the, I guess the question is, does consciousness follow that? But you know, that's impossible to answer without dying or doing it and knowing. That's yeah, it was a personal answer. I was thinking about something like that because I was texting Jake and Dave about the alien thing, and then I was thinking, like, dude, I started thinking about the end of the leftovers, like how the 2% didn't disappear. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, like, about just the theory of, like, this being your own universe and like once you die like everything ends and like but what if it doesn't end and you're just like still living but you're just alone now you die and everything is gone except for you yeah that's terrible yeah (laughs) and I like freak myself out it's like worse than anything worse than well I mean what well you can't kill yourself now. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, I don't know. I mean, well, that that just also doesn't make sense because if that happens, you can just like intentionally drive yourself crazy and invent friends. Just like what if you just can't? like you did before, in the previous life before you died. It's just a constant cycle of going mad and inventing a bunch of friends and. St- Inventing a new life with your brain. Because if your brain's complicated enough to invent this whole entire thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I get you. Uh, yeah. I mean, thinking deep into that, like... Yeah. The, well, only, the only thing that makes sense is that I, and of course you, 
We know that we exist. Do you? <laughs> I, I, I know that I do, because I, I mean, I'm, I'm experiencing all this shit. So this, what I assume is the same for you, I guess. What is impossible to know is if you are a figment of my imagination and just lying to me, or vice versa for you. Yeah, it might be more than just imagination, too. It might just be, like, you know, you're just here, and everything around you is built, and you're just going through it, and then you die, and then you realize, like, everything just ends. Yeah. Well, like, the universe dies with you when you die. Yeah. It, like, it kind of does. Well, you know how there's, like, this multiverse theory? You know, but you know what I'm saying? Like when you, well, yeah, your own universe. Well, I don't believe that though, but. <laughs> no, but like, hypothetically, you know. Yeah. Like, I have this theory, I was, it's not what I believe in, but like, you know, like there's a multiverse theory where like yeah. every possible decision is actually happening and it's just a different universe. Yeah. So I have a theory that your consciousness, like, so like, was think of the first time in your life where you could have died. Okay. And then, like, maybe instead of you dying there, your consciousness just shifts to a different universe. You're not dead, but you're the same. But it was exactly the same until that point. So, like, what if, like, uh, everybody that is in their own heads lives, like, as long as they, like, as long as they possibly physically can because they jump from all these other universes? You know what I mean? Like, so if you live to, like, 110 or something and it's just because you you died in your previous ones but you jumped to the right life your consciousness jumped to the right life before they died you know what i mean like you're always gonna live as long as you can that'd be wild it's not gonna be something we can ever prove because only the individual can experience it yeah that's fucking crazy yeah uh the, the world is a insane place and it's hard to talk about because it's dark and scary because it's unknown. But at the same time, you can make really beautiful things out of it. Like what I tend to believe is that when you die, you get reincarnated, as I'm sure I've said on this podcast before, into something else that you're gonna choose. Like some maybe that you. I mean, I think it was a choice. Obviously, I believe in choice. I don't believe in everything's pre-programmed. I think. There's a choice, and that's what consciousness develops out of, is that choice. Hmm. Because if you choose something out of nothing, that develops a spirit. I don't know, man. I don't know if I want that. Just going through a cycle of living, dying, living again. What do you want? Dying again. I don't know. I'll figure it out when I get there, I guess. (laughs) <laughs> well, what if that? What if that's the reason why you forget every time you are reborn, so you don't have to carry the burden? Yeah, but then you have to carry the burdens of your life, just well, going through it. Well, you mean you have a different life? Yeah, but a fresh light. Yeah, then it's kind of like what you did here is just like whatever. Yeah, but you don't know that. You're still always wondering. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. I think that's why we forget, so we don't have to carry all the burdens. And I think that when we die, we remember all the burdens. and From, get, like, every life? Yeah, and get relieved uh, of them. Man, that would suck. 
Well then, maybe maybe it sucks being dead, and that's why people reincarnate. Maybe it sucks being alive, and that's why people kill themselves. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, it's dark. I'm sure that's exactly what people that kill themselves think. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it does suck being alive for some people. I mean, I'm not doubting that, but I mean, being alive can be really cool too and really good. At least for. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. I feel like I've had like one of the luckiest lives ever. Even though some, I mean, some bad shit has happened to me. But yeah, like what happens when you get reincarnated and you like, you know, like kid in Africa. Well, I think that that would be that would have been a choice by you because you needed to learn a lesson. Yeah, then who's choosing that, bro? You are. Who's choosing that life? <laughs> you are. You I would. don't want to choose that. You life. play a video game. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> And put the settings on hard or expert and just failed totally. Nah. I put them on, like, pro. So it's a little bit of a challenge. (laughs) Okay, well, well, let's let's say, like, you got good and then you wanted to try. But, like, why? Because you don't remember that you chose that when you're... Maybe maybe you do in the in-between world. Yeah, and then, like, you're a child soldier in Africa who just got forced into shooting heroin and killing your parents because that's real things that happen yeah who's choosing that life bro um people that want to learn what it's like to suffer maybe because when you're in the uh in between consciousness world you don't feel anything you want to feel yeah but what it you when when you're in between you remember all your past lives and remember Mm mm-hmm that you did suffer and you did... What about the new what? souls? What about them? Well, if the population keeps growing, there's going to need. There's gonna be a need for more souls. They just split out of us. Damn. They have really strange beliefs. Yeah. Gotta have them, though. But uh, they're no less crazy than any other thing, so... Yeah. I mean, I'm comfortable with them. <laughs> what do you want to talk about black magic for? Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> So, I saw this video on Facebook of this guy doing these insane magic tricks where he, like, dropped a card, it spun around, and it come back, comes up to him. I know there's this thing where you can have, like, this, like, really impossible to see, like, gel that's really thin to, like, cast a card away and make it come back. Mm-hmm. But he did this thing where he, like, threw it a three, six, 360 degrees around his body. So, like... I mean, where were the gel? How that how that makes sense? The gel being attached to his fingers and whatnot. Then he takes these cigarettes that he's only smoking four at once, gets a volunteer, and he pushes them into this guy's shirt. No hole, and then they're just up here inside of inside of his zipper. Um, and that's not the entire reason, but then I read the comments. I was like, okay, someone's got to tell me how they how he did this, because you know, if you read comments on shit, they're gonna be like, okay, they'll explain how it does. Yeah. No one knew. Um, a lot of people were commenting that this is the work of black magic. <laughs> so I started looking up black magic. And um, a lot of people think it's true. And it's like, I don't know, the history of that is crazy. And I don't Explain. Know. Do, do a little debriefing on black magic. Oh, God. Magic. We got to look this up then, Brian. Black magic is different than white magic. I'll tell you that. <laughs> That's not a racist thing. Uh, you gotta get Gandalf the Grey. 
Oh, so black magic is magic that's intended to benefit yourself and harm others. Well, Where white magic well. is magic uh, intending to help others or, I guess, help yourself. How but, like, not harm others. So, how is him spinning a cut around harming others? Oh, is it fucking up their minds? <laughs> he's fucking them up psychologically? He's, 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 uh... Uh, financially benefiting from it because he's asking for money. Mm, Alright, I'm. we're going to pause this for a second. I'm going to show Brian a video and we'll be back and we'll see what he says. Okay, well, we couldn't find the video. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where I saw it. They probably removed it from the internet because it was too uh, real. But, um, it was bizarre and I'm not saying I believe in black magic, but... It was interesting that it's interesting that a lot of people do, and what the goal of it is is to draw or put rocks or you know sculpt a circle around yourself with a pentagram in the middle, burn a specific amount of candles, make a triangle above you, and sit there in your own until the candles burn out and like your own shit and piss, and you summon some type of gods and they can do stuff to benefit you and harm others. Huh. And like, I think that's where like witchery comes from and like all this other stuff. But yeah. I don't know. It was interesting and uh, very crazy. And sometimes I feel like maybe that stuff could exist. I don't know. But I mean, it tend to be more of a realist, but like the, uh, you know, 20 year Harry Potter anniversary. I want magic to exist. Of course I'm going to lean on it. <laughs> yeah. Do you believe in ghosts? Um. I think I used to, but I don't know. I haven't really been on the search for any. Well, I haven't I mean, really experienced like anything. The concept of them, do you believe in? Uh, that people who are dead just linger around. I mean, not just, but could. And it doesn't well, have to be people that are dead, I don't think. It just can be just like a different thing. The ghost. Uh, I, guess. I guess it has to be people that are getting dead, but... Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess if they want to. Like, they don't want to really be alive. They just want to hang around. <laughs> and there's like a... Killed dramatically, and it's a sense we evolved from because every time someone is killed dramatically in a place... If a ghost is there, it's going to be scary. You're not going to go to it. So naturally, evolution will curve you from going there. Like a bunch of bunch of cows run off a cliff because they didn't see it coming. So now other cows will be randomly scared of this cliff, this area where the cliff is, to prevent them from running off. And that's kind of like an evolutionary trait. Hmm. Do you think when you die, you get to pick, like, you want to be, you want to be reincarnated or you want to be a ghost? <laughs> <laughs> No, I think I like I think sometimes when you die, die randomly and like crazily, it just happens. Really? Because you don't get a choice. You don't, you don't really know. Damn. You don't really know that you died. You just like can't believe it. Like you almost just can't believe it so much. Hmm. And like even people, even though you're going to meet the people that are dead, they're gonna bring you there. You're like, no, I'm not fucking dead. I was just there. That <coughs> shit didn't happen. That'd be fucked. Anyways, guys, uh, we are running right out of time. Uh, 
Anything else you want to say politically? No, this hasn't really been politics, but thinking about what's going to happen when aliens come is politics, and thinking about what's going to happen when black, black magic takes over the world, like when Donald Trump won the presidency, is politics. Yeah. Um. Damn. Anything else you want to say? Day Day won Defense Player of the Year. Thank you, Day Day. Screw you. <laughs> oh, wait. Yeah, Brian doesn't like you. Kick somebody in the balls, <laughs> see what happens. All right, guys. Well, thanks again for listening to the Split Six podcast. Uh, we'll be back. You'll be back next week. You're here. not going to be ill randomly, are you? You're I'll not going to drink any more water, are you? I'll be here. All right. Well, we'll be here. Be we'll here. talk about more stuff, more interesting politics, more interesting entertainment news, and more interesting sports things. Probably not, because sports <laughs> is on a dead hiatus. Love you all, and thank you for splitting six with us. We'll see you next week. Um, later, Brian. Hey. See you guys. <laughs> Bye.